We we went out there. We were doing that stuff. Actually, we, we filmed with you when we did the the Air Asia thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we were staying right across the street from where the Raiders complex was going up, or not the complex, the or the new stadium, not the yeah. training complex. You guys should see it right now. It is cool. Uh, yeah, it is I was. So cool. I went in December. December is the last time I went. I haven't seen the actual facility, but when we went there, that would have been September of 18 how different it looks now like it was we saw it when it was they were digging yeah. they didn't have anything above ground even yet yeah it's like it's super cool they put the allegiant on the side and it's like matte black like total raiders that's sweet yeah, yeah, that's it's, cool. it's it's cool i don't even i mean there's some construction going on still right now so i don't know if it they are on the stadium or if that's completely stopped because i did hear that someone may have tested positive on that. i did see that too yeah, yeah. construction worker yeah yeah Damn. Well, that changes things. I know. So, but it's pretty much done, though, right? Like, I mean, they're they're yeah. The outside, I think, is completely done. Yeah. All they have right now is just the inside. Inside. Fine tune some electrical stuff or whatever. They'll be ready to go yeah. though this season. Yeah. No, hopefully, yes. <laughs> oh, they, I mean, they think they have to be. Yeah. Well, I'm saying hopefully, like our economy is going to be like yes. Now everyone can go watch a game. Yeah. Or, See, I that's. that's more of a hold up than them being done building it. Agreed. I think when you when we start to get back to regular stuff, there's going to be a lot of people who are, who don't want to go to a, a stadium with 60,000 other people in there. That's really what I was trying to figure out because being in Vegas, obviously, it's a huge, huge tourist attraction. I mean, all the money right now comes from like the service industry. So yeah. once they say, hey, now everything's clear, like are people just all of a sudden going to rush to Vegas to go to the clubs and restaurants and, and sporting events? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Or is it going to be like when kids get let out of being grounded and they just want to go party? Or is it going to be like, hey, we're just really all going to still be cautious and slowly integrate back into it? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what you were like at, at 21, 25, but I, I guarantee Timmy and I at 21, 25 were like, all right, we can go out. Let's go. Let's party. First like, trip out there. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. It'll be the but, young crowd first that, that yeah. as soon as they release the handcuffs are, are out and about. Yeah. Probably with cheap flights too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're probably buying them right now. Yeah. When, yeah. when things were starting to, they weren't shut down yet. So this is what, three weeks ago. But things were starting to really slow down. People were like, I don't know if I should go on flights. Uh, at this point, the NBA wasn't canceled. And I remember we were looking up flights for our mom to come visit us. And what yeah. was it, like 40 bucks or something from yeah. Cleveland to LA? Yeah. Like round trip, 40 bucks across that the country. crazy. Yeah. I know. There's a – the younger generation definitely, I saw them be like, hey, I'm going to go on a cruise. You know what? Yeah. That's fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> like, so cheap right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And then I saw a lot of people being like, oh, those idiots, those dumbasses. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, 19-year-old me was definitely doing that. Like, yeah. I'm not getting coronavirus. Yeah. Don't worry about me. I'm going on this trip. Like, selfishly, whatever it is, I would just, like, whatever, though, I still would have done it. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a traveler. And I was like, okay, tickets are really cheap. You know, mostly I just wanted to see my family. I'm not trying to, like, go on a cruise. I just wanted to, like, capitalize on the, the cheap Boise tickets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Boise is Boise a cheap place from Vegas. 
Um, Boise isn't really cheap anywhere, but Allegiant. It's probably flies. probably a good good uh, skip lag place, no? Yes, yeah. yeah. And Allegiant flies there because you know Allegiant's based out of Vegas, and their whole thing sure. is like flying to smaller cities and and all that. So there's always Allegiant to fly into, and um, Southwest has been pretty good if you get it ahead of time. But yeah, they're not. It's not a huge destination over there. <laughs> but it, it'll be, I can't imagine. It'll what, be cheap. We'll have our before though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the drive oh the drive's like 10 hours I've oh done, is that far i've oh, done no, it more no. times than i would, I would yeah <laughs> yeah no thanks that's <laughs> no. that that's a long drive i mean you could do it from time to time but you don't want to be consistently doing that no absolutely not I'm, i mean road trips are cool if you have something to stop and see but that drive is desert like that there's nothing really at all really? there's like one stop and actually it's some of the best mexican food i've ever had and it's like inside this random hotel so i stop there every single time but besides <laughs> that it is nothing like literally nothing and it's so ugly driving up there <laughs> <around> <laughs> So, we used yeah. to trips like that. We, we, so yeah. when we lived in Charlotte and, you know, we're from Cleveland, so we go back to Cleveland for the holidays and it's like seven and a half, eight hours of, of nothingness. You'll, you'll catch a city here and there. Then you're through the mountains once you hit Virginia, West Virginia, up to Ohio. And it's like, if you don't have, I mean, if you're not with somebody, it's so damn boring. Yeah. And you're just like the same thing, nothing. Oh. Yes, Absolutely. Anyway, so why don't you explain to us what you do? And then, well, as I said, I don't want to make this a whole coronavirus type shit. I'm sick of hearing about it, but, but like our vibes within it, I think makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's hard to completely like ignore it because it affects everybody mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. one way or another, but yeah. we don't need to just dwell on it. Okay. So I do, I started out, um, just being a fitness competitor back before social media was such a huge thing. I competed, I had sponsors, I did appearances. And now like most people transitioned more into social media influencing with the niche of primarily fitness. Right. So have my own fitness app, well, my own program on a fitness app. And I do some in-person personal training, um, very selective. And then right now just focusing on social media influencing. Which is you're in a good place right now like think if yeah you have gone, you seen how have you seen things change on your your workout program online well so my workout program right now so i have a 12-week program and it was based i wanted to increase the difficulty a little bit so i did some of the workouts based in the gym um but i hate cardio and one of the ways that i deal with it is i do a lot of hit workouts and so i integrated that into there and that you can all do at home. So my workout program right now is, I would say, kind of just pretty steady because it's not a home-based a home based workout. So what I've done now is trying to, all of my videos that I'm posting on other platforms are all home workouts because obviously that's what we're doing right now. Um, but I mean, the increase in eyes right now on social media is huge. And so that is a silver lining with everything that's going on is you're getting a lot of these people just on their phones and they either want to be entertained, they want to learn, or obviously they want to stay fit. And so if I can capitalize on any three of those, then um, I got more viewers and engagement for sure. Yeah. And us three are... are used to working from home type stuff. A lot of <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are used to this, they used to meet with people. So those people are even more on their phone, like what's going on, mm -hmm. give me off, like they're just bored as shit at home, yes. consuming this shit out of content. 
Yes, absolutely. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I still have shit to do. I'm not sure like what you guys are doing and why you have so much free time because I still feel like I'm busy and my days are full. And so I laugh at these people making like 20 TikToks a day when I'm like, dude, I got things to do right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. The, top, the, the hottest topic is like, what are you guys watching? What are you watching on Netflix? What you, I mean, yeah, I'm the same boat. Like I, I, I mean, I'm we're pretty much doing the same thing. <laughs> we're not just sitting I, around at all. Yeah. I, I, the only, the, I would say the difference how I feel is that it doesn't, whereas like the weekend would be a little bit less yeah it just doesn't really matter now so it's like yeah it, like last night me and Liv watched um once upon a time in hollywood which is a three-hour movie i normally wouldn't have probably done that on a thursday night but it's like fuck it yeah. i'm gonna do the same shit saturday thursday like the days don't matter yeah or we might have waited waited two days to watch it or wait or watch it tonight or something i can tell but, you i have i feel like a little less pressured to like have this set schedule and like do these things where I'm like, you know, yeah. are we all waking up at noon? Like what's going on? Kind of <laughs> yeah. like, that's the thing. Cool. Like I'm just at my own pace. So that's been really nice as far as like, I'm just going to do me and what works for me. And if I'm on a roll, I'm going to stay up till 3am and like do that because I can sleep in if I need to sleep in. Um, but I have had like way more um, interviews or phone calls with potential sponsors and stuff because of this engagement. And so I feel like I'm almost busier now than I have been before, just because people are realizing, Hey, social media and the marketing that goes into it, the advertising that goes into it is important. And especially now. Yeah. I can, especially in your space where, cause people are, people can continue to work out. And if like you're a brand and you're not necessarily do a director consumer, you have to be creative to become that like, and now, <laughs> you know? So I feel like that's probably why you're, you're getting hit up a bunch by potential sponsors. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, there's no way or shape or form that I'm being sponsored than the same people that are sponsoring the NBA, but you have people that now have money where typically it would be dumped into say something like the NBA, a game or something. And now they have maybe those profits to go and use that in other fields. So that way they can like pay other people to do other things rather than they're dumping their sponsorships into other games or facilities. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and and like for us, business wise, is just a little different. Like somebody asked me yesterday because a lot of the stuff we do is video content for people or brands or whatever it may be. But the difference now is while we're not going out and shooting video content, I think I for sure have. I think you probably have too, Timmy. You have had more conversations about when this over when this is over let's let's set this up and let's start this conversation because so many people are by their emails or by their their phones for instagram to to start the conversation whereas yeah, before absolutely. it'd be a lot harder to get a, a hold of somebody yeah and that's what i've been telling people right now is like building your foundation phase like if there's yeah. something that you want to do you really have the time to to learn your craft or to educate yourself to build a foundation once we're out of this to really go out there and be like, okay, now I'm ready to start my videos or do my podcast or whatever you guys, you have the time to now build that into yep. something that you want to go out and do. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Have you seen an uptick like global reach? Cause everyone's in the same boat as us, but have you, you know, you I know that we had, uh, who was it? Uh, the guy from air Asia who worked there. Remember yep. he was like a big kid. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he was in Malaysia. So have you seen an uptick in, around the globe? Um, I don't know if I've really seen 
all I've seen is that my numbers of engagement going up. So more eyes per post, more eyes, um, more likes, but not, not globally. No, I don't think so. For some reason, my Facebook has a lot of international fans. So I've just always seen them on there, but, um, I don't, I don't think I've made anything. I think it's just as a whole has gotten better. Yeah, it makes sense. People are chilling. People are chilling like we're chilling <laughs> yeah. at our houses. Yeah. Nobody's leaving. I know. Can you guys go outside or no? Yeah, you can yeah. go on runs and stuff. Kind of. I've gone I, went, so I went on a run earlier today and I saw this cop and he was wearing a mask and he was walking towards me. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, there's no way I'm going to stop though. Like this cop, and there's no way this cop is catching me either. So <laughs> I just kept running. But we're, we're allowed outside, but. Yeah. Yeah. I've, Whoa, I've so gone dude. on. Well, wear, wear a mask, Timmy. You, uh, the, no, alleged, well, I, what I wore, I know I, I have a, Lib's got a sleeve where it's like covers, but it's a long, I don't even know what it actually is. I think they're like, that's like a ski mask thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like more you like wear like you're skiing or something. Yeah. yeah. Or so robbing the bank, I've, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or robbing the bank. <laughs> so I've I've worn that the last couple of days because they said you need to wear a mask if you're outside in LA. I don't know how stringent they are about that or if they're actually going to say some shit, but I, I yesterday went, uh, I was with Cash, my son, and I, we were, I always, I take him on my runs with me and same thing, a cop was, I was going down a hill and a cop was coming down the hill with me, but in a car and he just had nodded me and moved on. Didn't say anything. You know, I really wanted to run the strip to really get a, a cool view of how empty it was. And there yeah. was a lot of security and a lot of cops. And I just, every single time I passed one, I was just waiting for them to stop me. But same thing, <laughs> and I just kind of waved and continued. I think they're more worried about people breaking in or I guess if there was like a bunch of people together or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, you know, I'm, the beach is a thousand feet back here from where I am right now. And I know people have gotten, uh, I heard a thousand dollar fine. I don't know if that was you that told me that, Timmy, or, or my our buddy T-Mac, a thousand dollar fine for surfing in the water. Wow. That's pretty yeah. crazy. They're, they're, they're cracking down. You can't go on the beach. You can't, uh, they've got like those construction barricades. So where you can't, I mean, you can, if I wanted to get on the beach, I'd get on the beach, but yeah, yeah. they make it clear that you're not allowed to be doing this. So if you do it, your ass is in trouble. I don't know if it's like the older generation thing, but they seem to not really understand. And my mom's like, well, I really want to go to the beach. I'm like, mom, it's closed. Like, I don't know how many different times I need to tell you, like, things are closed. You can't go anywhere. Like, yeah. you can't do anything. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, parents are different. I, but I was speaking of, so I, the same hill, uh, I, I go to run this hill. So it's a little less than three quarters of a mile. I run to, and then I'll do, it's super steep. So I'll do sprints or lunges or do some backpedaling, whatever it is. That's like my get out of the house, get my heart rate up, and I'll come back and I'll, I'll do stuff on the porch. Uh, but I was there two days ago and I saw two NFL guys there. Well, I just started talking to them. Hey, I do a video and, you know, we do, we're with a lot of athletes kind of stuff and exchange Instagrams and there's some, a, a biz dev condo on yeah. a hill mid-workout. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what you got to do. Look at you hustling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just like you know like hey they were doing cool stuff and yeah. and i you know i now i've gone since and gone on their instagrams and their instagrams are kind of nothing like they're kind of whatever they're your typical athlete instagram where it's picture them working out picture them on the team picture them stunting with whatever their thing is car <laughs> hat shoes 
and then repeat or family or family. Yeah, I relate to you so much on that level because I've always said that like they're, they're super successful playing football, but why have they not capitalized on social media? Because I mean, unless your backs to the wall, I feel like, you know, they're like, I don't need it. It's fine. Like if they get cut and then they don't have the income, they're going to wish they had it because there's so much money that you can be made that can be made on social media. And it's so easy when you're in their position to do it. And it's so frustrating for me to like see these guys. And I'm like, you have so much power on your social media and you haven't capitalized. Like, why are you not making, okay, you're making, let's say a thousand dollars. You could be making two extra thousand dollars on your social media. Like, why don't you want to do that by literally putting just a little bit more effort into it? A little bit. You know what kind of money you make and you came from zero followers and you were on, whenever you got your pro card and stuff like that, you were on these little small shows and before social media even. And yes. now you know what you make off social media. These guys yeah. are, have millions of people watching them every damn week during the season. But to me, the problem is, is that uh, it's not ingrained to them that this is a source of revenue from managers and agents. So they don't, you know, they, they do their thing. They want to look cool. They want to have fun. They might want to engage with people, whatever the deal is, but they don't understand that it is, it is a business. Like that is the business. You are the media company. There's lots and lots of money to be made there. And you well, also and know the, this. Oh, God. And I think too that, um, right. I mean, some of these guys are really young. And so when you have your money and you're getting paid right then, you're not really thinking that you need any other avenues of anything else. So it's kind of like, no, I'm good. I'm just playing football. I'm just getting my money. Like, I don't need to do anything. But really, like, you see some guys that are more business-minded and they're like, listen, I'm going to capitalize on this. And someone who does a great job who may not have a good reputation is AB. Like, he sat there and he hired a videographer to, like, do his own documentary for whatever reason that he wants to do, whether it's mm -hmm. just for his ego. But he's pulling in money in all different directions. And then he mm -hmm. obviously ruined his reputation. But that was somebody that got it. And I feel like there are some smaller guys that, that do get it too, because there'll be guys on practice squads that have 50,000 followers because they know that they need to hustle and that they can make that money off of social media. But it's the guys that kind of made it that could be superstars, but they just kind of, I don't know if they're complacent, but, or they're just yeah. not educated in how much they can make. Well I, well, I think that's more so the, the route, you know, we, at this point, we worked with people who NFL, UFC, NBA, and I've talked to all of them. Like, what do you ever, you know, what does your agent tell you to do or, or managers? And they, every, every person I've talked to, there's very little or zero guidance as far as how to make money through social or how to even, and I don't say like, I wouldn't, I would never go to a guy and say, or gal and say, you should do this or, or you should create um, this just because of money. But at least guidance on the back end of like, all right, so, so here's what you want to, you want to be a host or you want to do commentary. Well, let's start doing commentary on your page. So people know Absolutely. you can do it. And these companies can hire you to do that from a back end perspective or a, a long-term perspective. Yeah. But, but like you said, there's not the, the, the thought that, Oh, this is a, a viable business. My, what do you have? 60 something thousand Instagram followers. That's a business. That's a business for you. Mm -hmm. And if, and if you are that person, and if you are, you have 60,000 followers, plus you're on, uh, on national television in front of millions of people every single week for the next 16 weeks, 
there's a lot of money to be had there. Not even, not even that, but their, their engagement is so high because people follow them that are true fans. So mm-hmm. if they said, Hey guys, you know what, you know, what makes me faster when I go out there and eat a handful of dirt, majority of people would go out there and do it because yeah. these are people that really believe in this person and that are really true fans where, you know, some of these girls out there have hundreds of thousands of followers and they're not going to buy anything from them. So when it comes time to buy something or to sell a product or to sell a service, these fans are really going to buy it. Yeah. yeah I think going back to your, what you said earlier too, Katie, the power that they don't realize they have, they have not only like the viewership, like Pat said, you got a whole team, you have a social media team behind your team. You've got the league. You could like, I would bet almost every single athlete in the NFL could call the NFL digital team or whatever and say, Hey, I'm going to take over social media this week. And they would do it. And they would just get behind all the players. Yeah. They probably love that. They would absolutely love that. Some, some initiative on that end. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Especially now where there's no, like people are just starving for content. Yes. Definitely. Well, absolutely. And, and um, to, to backtrack a little bit. So I know Troy, one of the guys we work with, uh, used to play on the Lakers, now he's with the Nuggets. But he said when he was with the Lakers, they would send you all the content anyway. They'd put together cool highlight reels or um, you, you have a big play, and they're, they're going to send you that because they're going to create it anyway. They're going to post it on their social, and they want you to post it. So not only are you getting um, – you, you've got those eyeballs, but then they're also helping you create on this end. Like it's, it's just a matter of capitalizing down the line from that. Yeah. They have all the tools to be successful. Mm-hmm. It's just – like I said, it's making that click, whether it be educating them or letting, I guess, just education in general, education on how much money, how to use the platform and just how much potential they have once they're out of the league to continue to make money or to open other doors of opportunity with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think too, part of it is uh, a lot of agents managers don't see the dollar signs. So that's not where they're sending them to. Cause they, you know, obviously some do and some get it, but yeah. there's a lot that don't. And so if they're not seeing the upfront dollars of this specific thing, well, then what's the value to them? You know, they don't see yeah. that well, long-term. Type and, of you know, a lot, of, a lot of those agents too, um, they're mostly, they're focusing on their contracts. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's where their big payday is. I mean, they make X percent of their contracts. And so, and they have so many guys that really, they'd have to have their own, division of social media management to even really focus on that. So I'm, I mean, I can't speak for all, but I'm sure that some agents are just like, yeah, if that's what you want to do, you can, you can go do it. I'm Mm going to work on your contract or see where you're going to be at next year. So that's kind of probably down on on the the totem pole of their priorities. It is. And we know that for a fact, we know people we've talked to that that is what they do. They only handle contracts, the big stuff. That's where they make their money. That's, that's where they see it. But from, like you've said, from a long-term perspective, or even just next step, you break your leg. Hey, you're, you're done from the NBA or UFC or NFL. Like your career could be over a car, you're a car accident away from career being over. So what's, yeah. what's next, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting stuff. I think, you know, that's a lot of, of where we saw, you know, we've worked, we, we were athletes, to a very small level, uh, <laughs> but, but we've, so we've always followed and we're always into sports. So we, we've seen that. And that's where I think 
I think why we decided like, hey, let's really start focusing. Instead of working with brands exclusively, let's start working with athletes a couple of years ago. And like, yeah. we can really switch this over because there is such a market for athletes to be able to, to do this and make money. And, and we see people like you and, and some other friends who make good money just from social, like just from social. I mean, obviously that includes other things, but that's the, yeah. the tool is social media. Yeah. It's so funny too, trying to explain to older generations, like one, how you get your income and like two, like your job description. <laughs> <laughs> I always talk to like either my grandparents or, you know, anyone and they're like, oh, how's everything going? Like, do you need money during like this crisis? I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I'm not, I'm kind of fine. I'm just well, what are you doing? Well, I'm just like creating content. And I always just tell them I'm making workout videos because that seems to be like the only way that they grasp it. Cause I'm like, no, I'm just like making workout videos. And they're like, okay, oh. cool. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you think you'll do differently? If at all, once, um, or what, what have you been doing differently? Have you done anything really different as far as like when things got shut down? And you talk about building next steps. Are you building out some next step type things? I am. I'm working on a project that I'm not quite ready yet to put out there, but I'm working on a project right now. And like I said, this downtime has given me a lot of time to, to learn more about what I'm working on and to set it up. But the only thing really that I've been doing different is just trying to create better content on my social media platforms. Um, I don't ever film workouts for like say YouTube that aren't follow along. So that's something that I've been trying to do because I've realized when people now are at home, these live workouts are great because they want to follow along with someone like these group fitness classes and stuff like that. So just changing kind of the content a little bit. So it targets more like what people are going through. And then right now I'm just focused on setting up appointments with like videographers, photographers, um, just to when I come out of this to create more content because that's probably been the worst thing is like I'm not a photographer I don't know how to edit photos when I want to have those high-end photos it's hard for me to to do that on my own sure makes sense do you what who's your for your workouts who is your market ish is there like a certain I mean you said they're more intense I don't know if that was a word to use, but like tougher, whatever the word used was, is it more people who are, are fairly fit now looking to go to the next level or is it like, you know, I would say it's anyone from 20 to 35. Just, um, I've done a lot of polls on my social media to see like what kind of workouts they like and everyone wants to do the hit workout. So like the quick work, the quick high, um, heart rate workouts to kind of get, I think people like to feel that sweating and feeling like they were exhausted because lifting right now is pretty hard to do because they just don't have the equipment. Mm -hmm. So, and then running, obviously you don't need to be taught how to run or you don't need to follow somebody to go running, but, um, hit workouts has been really, really popular. Interesting. Yeah. What else to me? Anything. Um, <laughs> zoom, zoom number one with, with not just us. Yeah, I know. Um, Hopefully it goes off without a hitch. Hopefully the record works. And did you did you see all those like uh, how Zoom's getting backlash though from security reasons? Yeah, because people are hacking in them and they're like taking yeah. over the videos. Google yeah. won't even let their employees use it. They're like, no. No, I saw that, but like, why? Why 
is Google employees using? That Google has their own hangout and their own infrastructure. Why are they using Maybe Zoom it's anyway? Maybe like a whole marketing thing. They're like, hey, let's just like make a public service announcement so that everyone yeah, they, they have to yeah. use Google. I, totally, yeah. I, I would imagine, <laughs> I know somebody who works at Google. I would imagine, <laughs> two episodes in a row we're talking about that, that it is more of a marketing type thing. I don't know yeah. that they ever use Zooms. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I use it. I do workouts, live workouts for my friends and family just to kind of help them out through these times. And that's the first time that I've really used it. So this is all new to me. But oh, I love I Zoom. So far. I haven't used, I yeah. use the Google, what is it? Google Hangouts? Is that what they use? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't even know if I've used it. We used to use Google Hangouts for our fantasy football draft. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it this year too, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. That's the yeah, only time. I'll use it once a year. <laughs> How weird is it that sports are canceled? Like, that's just so weird to me. Did you? So, and U, so and I, UFC was almost back too. Did you see oh, that? I was like, you know, yeah, you know, obviously we're in the UFC. We're always talking about UFC stuff. But when I saw it was canceled, I was like, oh, like, I was getting geeked for it. I was ready to come yeah. back next weekend. We're going to go over to Timmy's. We're going to, you know, yeah. done. I know. Did, I don't know if you guys delayed, saw this. Though. I don't know. I don't know what that means, though. Oh, have you seen uh, that? Because yeah, I, now Gaethje and um, Ferguson won't fight. They're saying, but what, what's delayed then? Just the rest of the cards? Well, <laughs> I think they might try to pick up in May. Because you know why the UFC got shut down, right? Yeah. They, it wasn't. It wasn't Dana White. It had nothing to do with the casino they were going to do it in either. It was. Disney and ESPN, he's, Dana said the head of Disney and the head of ESPN and called and said, we want you to stand down on this and not do it right now. So that's, that's, that's why he, they're not That's doing way it. above his head. Yeah. 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 When, sure and it was like the senator it. of California called Disney, whatever. So like yeah. came down that way. Well, it, it, yeah. Yeah. I think it was governor. I don't know who it was. Who knows? Uh, whatever. Nice. You're yeah. Mr. Politician. Yeah. <laughs> This dropped about two hours ago too. The XFL has shut down business as of today, this morning, and no plans of moving forward for 2021 too. Really? Yeah. Like, like this is hey, we tried. Like done. Yeah. We tried, and yeah. they just yeah. ran out of money. Maybe. I feel like that would could have been another Probably. one that like did really well if they just kept up another week or two without fans and then everybody had to watch it and then yeah. they could have maybe rode a wave, but they shut down as soon as the NBA shut down. Cause when they I had what they went halfway through the season or something like that. They, I yeah. think so. Yeah. They were, they were planning on still when the NBA shut down, they were still planning on a game Sunday in or Saturday, the weekend. So NBA, NBA stopped Wednesday or Thursday. They were planning on a game Saturday or Sunday in Seattle with no fans. Uh, and then S uh, Seattle got shut down and then trickle effect because Seattle's, you know, was, a, was the epicenter, not the epicenter, but the uh, mainstay of a lot of the, the issues. Yeah. Yeah. So no XFL. They're, those guys were supposed to get paid fully. I wonder if that's not the case anymore. Yeah. I, you know, I talked to a handful or I have talked to a handful of XFL dudes and DMs and try to talk about like business stuff. And I, I just said this on my Instagram story is like, you never know what you got till it's gone. Like you've got that, like the, what was the first XFL game? Six million people watched that game. Was yeah. It? I watched it just because pure 
curiosity, like, yeah. Hey, what is happening? And then they had some great things that they implemented, like somehow, like when they did reviews, stuff that cool. like, so yeah, stuff that NFL could really learn from that. Maybe it's harder for them to transition into, but they came out of the gates doing stuff, you know, in some ways that people would like to see the NFL doing. Yeah. I loved that. I love the kickoff rule. Yeah. The NFL would never do this, but I love the, the immediate interviews with guys. Yes. That was really cool. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, yeah. no, I don't think one team had a good quarterback, but it was like still a, cool to watch. A couple of guys have got signed to the NFL. Yeah. The one good, really? like JP Parker or something like that. Right. Look at that. Good for them. Uh, what'd you say? What was the name to me? JP Parker. Something like that. Uh, he's in Carolina now, something like yeah. that. A couple, two, yeah. two guys I know for sure have gotten signed to rosters. So those are quarterbacks. Other guys, other position players have too. So, there, I mean, there are some guys who could play. There's a lot of fringe-type guys, guys that just didn't get uh, enough play or what wasn't a fit for the NFL team they started with last year and went to the XFL. They had talent. There was It was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we Tim and I know Timmy, Timmy and I liked about it, talked about it a decent amount of things we'd like to see from a back end marketing and that kind of perspective of it, but sucks it's gone. I know. They had, so they had the eyeballs. Back, huh? Like not they said like we might not ever come back. Uh it I think they gave themselves an out. So, yeah. 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 I don't think they didn't specifically say that, at least, you know, as of the last thing I saw was an hour ago. It didn't say we're never coming back, but it's just, I think the wording exactly was no plans of coming back for 20, 2021. Interesting. Can you pull that up? Yeah. Well, that sucks. I know. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean. Yeah, no plans to return for 2021 was the, was the words. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty bold to just like publicly say that. I don't know if they said that or if that's just what this guy reported. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. That, that was from that was from SportsCenter from uh, an ESPN reporter that it's done and then no plans of 2021. But I know they shut down business ventures as of this morning, which means that presumably you're not getting yeah. paid after today kind of shit. Yeah. And then yeah. moving forward, they're not yeah. going to. So the issue probably was they're obviously not bringing in the money because they're not on TV. So they're losing the TV money. They're losing the gate money, which they probably didn't get a ton of that, but but some – and they're still paying all these damn people. And they're yeah. like, Psh, not viable. Who knows? I, yeah. yeah. This is just a weird thing because it's not like something any of us have ever experienced or any businesses have ever experienced. So it's kind of like everyone's just like yeah. learning as they go about like yeah. how to take on stuff and how to move forward and how to pay people. Like it's yeah. everything is, is kind of up in the air, but well, I mean, think about if you didn't have an online training platform and you only trained people in person, like you'd be, you would have scrambled a month ago, like, what the hell do I do? Let me do some Zoom things and get four of the 12 people I work with to pay me a few bucks to do this. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I do have a question for you guys, just for my own um, okay. curiosity. What would you say, like tip wise for people that are either athletes or social media influencers to be working on right now? from your content. experience, from, from what you guys are doing right now. Good, good content. Like you said, is, is a, a plus, I think, and I'll answer first Timmy, cause I'm already answering and then you can. Yeah. You're, you're already talking. <laughs> uh, so like you know, with, with some of the athletes we work with, it's uh, we're still moving on forward. Like Megan Anderson is the UFC fighter. 
she's constantly doing IG lives, one with her coach. So she, so when UFC announced that they were going to officially have a fight four days ago, uh, it, within 20 minutes, she's doing an Instagram live with James Krause, who's also a UFC fighter and happens to be her coach. So they're talking about it, immediate react. Uh, what we did on that end is then we cut that up for her. She's able to put that out on her YouTube and splice it to put it on on different social media routes. So she's staying active. Mm -hmm. She's also set up a Twitch account, so she's able to engage that way. She's doing a happy hour tomorrow on YouTube Live. So she's just bullshitting personality-wise, uh, showcasing that kind of stuff. She's got one of her friends is going to come over, and they're going to make margaritas and just answer questions and talk shit. So continue to engage and show more personality when you can't consistently talk about what you normally talk about, which for her happens to be fighting type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that would be number one. I agree. Content because people are consuming so much right now. I think the other thing that I would do is the outreach to whether it's a sponsor or a potential sponsor, but also like media. Can you companies. say can you say partner? I like the word partner. Partner. Yeah, okay. but, Thank you. So hey, 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 you <laughs> pipe down. You guys are my favorite Irish twins. But here's why is, is, is so all these media companies are looking for content too. So if you reach out to somebody who you normally couldn't, you could potentially do a social takeover. You could potentially write a blog post. You could get those eyeballs that they have and then drive them to you. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have to have good content and constant content to keep following up with that. Yeah. 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 We, so, so same thing is we've, we've had a couple of people we work with, Hey, reach out to this company and do an IG takeover or do an IG live. Uh, one of the a different girl we work with, I said, why don't you reach out to these four companies that you would be a good fit for you? She's done some stuff with them. Um, she'll do, and they're big media companies. Uh, I don't want to say the names in case they fall through, but big media companies that are well-known in their spaces. One's got half a million followers. One's got 700,000 followers. And she's doing takeovers next week on both platforms. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, that's, that's a big deal if she does good quality stuff when she's on there to get people back to her page and grow that social. Yeah, I think it could, it's like different for each platform too, like show the value, like whether it's a, maybe a Q&A or you know, whatever it might be that's yeah. per pertinent towards that, that outlet or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love collabs too, like. I love collabs. How, yeah, awesome. like how, how you make it happen. What's, what's the, you know, everyone's on IG Live, which I don't think is a, is a bad thing right now. <clears throat> it is a little saturated, but if you're putting out good stuff and you're having a fun conversation, like screw it. I've seen uh, Troy, who we work with, and then um, Richard Higgins, who plays on the Browns. They were both doing IG lives, different times, different places. And just, they just popped on just to bullshit, answer some questions, didn't promote it, just popped on. And both times uh, they let, uh, let somebody in and they were young kids. So oh, Troy, the, the guy Troy was with, eight maybe like young young kid <laughs> and the guy Richard did yesterday was probably 13 a little older and it was like so cute to see like it was like oh, oh what's up what's up and they were so geek just to be talking to these people you know like it was such a, a big deal for them to engage and you know they they went back and screen grabbed the whole conversation and, and then they posted it on their Instagram and they told all their buddies about it and it was such a a cool things. I, I mean, I, like that's not something you probably do every day, but it's a cool thing to to be able to engage, and you can't scale that 
that smile from that kid or what that means to that that kid yeah absolutely i think right now the number one thing people need to be focusing on is creating that content and getting creative with it yeah you know it's you ig live you did say is a little saturated and so go on there and do something different or find another way to to be on ig live or do stories or capitalize on that but yeah yeah right now is the time to do it yeah a lot of people are doing the ig live takeovers few it seems to be are doing the the ig story takeovers so why not like do it step by step slowly you also when you do an ig story takeover you can tag yourself and they can click it and go to your page whereas with uh, if you do an ig live you're under the espn account or whatever the account is yeah i have noticed that because i'll watch someone take over or someone that's on there and i cannot click on their profile or if it does yeah. it's like hard to get to and so yeah. that does suck in that way because i'm like oh i want to see who this girl is but i have to jump through hoops to get to her profile so trying to find an easier way to let people get on your profile too yeah well i think that's an instagram problem yeah. too they should even on comments when people sometimes i'll click on the comment mm -hmm. and it'll it, it could even be a verified account I'm like who the hell is this person i'll click on it and you can't click on like who, the person commenting you can only click on the ig profile or the ig that it's under its profile and then if we were to go ig live with you i could see katie's and click on you to go to your profile yeah but if, if i can't go on the comments and then i also can't uh, if you do the takeover, I can't click on your name, even if you pin it at the bottom of the IG live. See, maybe if you pay money, Instagram will let you. Just yeah. Right. <laughs> they should, they should, it, sometimes, you know, you use stuff and you're like, why is this not a thing already? Did, did the people who make this not know, like, have they never done it yeah. or played with it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, kids. Speaking of work, let's get back to work. <laughs> Two forty-six. What? Forty-five minutes. Usually we're like thirty to forty-five minutes. Yeah. Shoot, sorry. No, no, you're. This is. This <laughs> no, is good. you're good. This is good. We could probably do this another forty-five minutes. You can you can splice it and take what you want out of it, make it shorter. Um, this will be the whole damn thing. <laughs> yeah, be, I don't. I don't cut. Slicing going on. No. no I <laughs> I slice the beginning and the end if needed, and that's it. I don't go in there. You guys do all of your editing for your podcast, right? And your videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So what, what I'll do is I'll record this on Zoom or I'll end it on Zoom, then it records to my drive. Then I'll mm -hmm. cut the beginning, cut the end. I could have it up in 20 minutes if YouTube wasn't moving slow as shit right now. But I'll, yeah. I'll have it up today. That's cool. And then I'll cut some up, post it on our social, tag up Katie. That's how, <laughs> how fun. Well, we yeah. got to do this more because I haven't talked to you guys in so long. Like I haven't I talked know. to you you had cash. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So how old it, is he? He'll <laughs> be seven months in a week. What is Ooh. going on? Dude's like crawling. So cute. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, we're in, we're in Vegas. I told you, uh, lives, lives dad and stepmom live there. So we're in there. We've been there, uh, a couple times last year we'll be there a couple times this year we can yeah we'll meet up. i know, know you're in la yep a decent amount yep and well, one time maybe we'll bring timmy along yeah seriously guys hey guys just got here hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you guys have to let me know when you're here we can figure out something to always create content about since deal. i have some free time <laughs> deal, uh, deal. All right, Katie, we appreciate it. 